Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Oh, hi, everybody. Welcome to Purple Daily. Mackie, Judd, Declan producing. We're going to get our friend, listener Bob, on the show here in just a moment. Because we are the only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions. And we do it on two shows now. We've expanded the Write That Down franchise, which means even more incorrect predictions from all of us. Well, all of us except Judd, who apparently has... Judd has turned into, like, early 2000s Barry Bonds and Write That Down. I'm early 2000s, one period, yeah. hitting my singles. <laughs> yeah, but fast. Yeah, it's fine. The question is, how am I doing it? That's the question. Yeah, why is your head swollen yeah. to like a new hat size? The, que- the question is why? Why do I lash out now frequently? Why are there seven? Why do I get so mad? Why are there seven unmarked uh, mystery bottles in your locker down the hallway? What is? You're that? not supposed to look at those. <laughs> and they're in my mailbox. Remember when Mark McGuire had like yeah. like just open bottles yeah. of steroids in his locker and Andro and a reporter saw him and like reported. What's about that? It. Mark's like vitamins. Yeah, <laughs> as he's like. Why do you He's look like, like grinding Superman. sawdust off a bat? None of your business. Why are your like muscles your, so big, like your Mr. Brown bag. What are you drinking? It's like, uh, Coca-Cola. <laughs> so here is how Write That Down works. Every Wednesday here on Purple Daily, Apple, Spotify, scornorth.com is where you can listen. And a Purple Daily YouTube channel, if you want to click that subscribe button. Uh, I think we are we're just over 12,000 subscribers now on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. So we've... We've, we've been growing that and having a great time on YouTube. And we make these predictions every single Wednesday. We hold each other accountable. We bring up the wrong ones and the right ones. So it's three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable, even if they're just loosely related to football. But they have to be like in the football pantheon sure. somehow. We keep track on this show of completion percentage and touchdowns if it's a, if it's a big-time prediction that goes right. On Mackie and Judd, write that down. We do the baseball version, which is batting average and home runs. If you want to be part of the show and make predictions yourself and join us, 
You can either DM me at Phil Mackey or at Dex's tweets on Twitter. Our DMs are open, whether you want to be part of the show or whether you just want to tell us that we're idiots and uh, we need to stop talking about Kirk Cousins being traded. Our, uh, our DMs are open and feedback is always welcome on the show here. Are you guys ready for a little accountability session? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, a fair warning, because we just started doing this on Purple Daily a couple weeks ago, we haven't built up like a library of predictions to come off the board. So the accountability sessions are going to be a little bit light in the short term until we build a catalog of potential incorrect predictions. Judd Zolgad, however, did have something come off the board. He said that the Kansas City Chiefs will beat the Browns by at least 14 points on Sunday. No faith. No faith in Kevin Stefanski to keep I that was, game close. I was rooting hard for the Chiefs. I bet you were really disappointed when uh, Pat Mahomes was concussed I was. and Chad Henney came in the game. I actually was. Yep. So <laughs> Yes, I was. That's correct. Incorrect. I told you guys that the Packers would trail in the fourth quarter and then rally to beat the Rams. That game was never in doubt. The Rams were awful in that game. No surprise. That was really disappointing to me. Yeah. It is I was I was a bit taken aback that a top defense had a hard time stopping a top offense and that philosophically that doesn't seem to be a path that can win the Rams a Super Bowl. But the Rams established the No. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, maybe back to the drawing board maybe with you your quarterback. Too. Yeah. You're telling me a non-elite, highly paid quarterback and a defense run-first philosophy runs head-on into a wall in the middle of the, not, the playoffs? I'm not participating in this. I'm not participating in this discussion. Okay. Listeners had nothing come off the board. Declan Goff, you said the Chiefs and the Bills would both win their division round. And so Declan with the first completion of the new write that down game here. Check down Teddy. 100% completion. (laughs) He dumped that ball (laughs) off really well. Um, So uh, you have the first completion. Judd, myself, and the listeners all looking for the first completions and touchdowns on. Write it down. You like writing things down. So, Bob, what's going on with you, man? Are you ready to. Are you throwing the ball down the field or are you checking down here? What's your strategy? I think I'm going to do a little bit of both. I uh, I've got a Super Bowl kind of parlay thing, and then a couple Vikings things. Okay. Like it. All right. We always love parlays here. Write this down. So we're going to start with Bob. We're going to go around the room three times. Bob, Judd, Dex, Phil. All right, Bob, lead us off here. All right. I don't know if this is a touchdown throw or not, but both the Chiefs and Packers will win their respective games this weekend. And in the Super Bowl, the Packers will win with a combined score of sixty plus. So wow. the Packers won't score. The Packers won't score sixty, but the over over under will be sixty total. Okay, that's a home. That's run. for sure a home run. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a touchdown, boys. It's a touchdown. I'm sorry, it's a touchdown. We've changed <laughs> vernacular. It's a home run in Mackie and Jeff. Purple Daily, damn it! That's a touchdown. <laughs> that's a bomb to Randy Moss. We'll get the vernacular down. We've been using the same baseball vernacular for like five yeah. years, so. Yeah, dude, if that happens, plus the over-under on that Super Bowl is almost certainly going to be less than 60. So you're saying it's the over by a notch or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's gonna, if I, maybe it's more hopeful than anything, yeah. but I would love to see an old-fashioned Super Bowl of like 38 to 32. Yes. Oh, yeah. Love that. Yeah, we don't need that, oh. that Patriots-Rams oh. situation. Oh, yeah, no. It's no, like no, 10 awful. to 3 years. Just full-on Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes just back love and that. forth. Yeah. Dropping bombs. Although I sense from a lot of Vikings fans that the idea of the Packers getting to the Super Bowl and Aaron Rodgers winning his second Super Bowl 
is just uh, tough for them to swallow. I don't fall into that group. Like I don't, I don't get I don't joy either. from the Packers. I get a little joy from the Badgers losing. I will say that. I, I think the Badgers are kind of pretentious. And Packer fans can be annoying, but I mean they have nothing else to do over there. Right. I almost feel bad when they when their football team fails for ten straight years. Like I've got relatives in Wisconsin. I don't I don't want them to be miserable forever. I can live with a Packers Super Bowl, I guess. So crucify I, me if I, you want to. I'm with you. I'm Judd's age. I'm turning fifty on Monday, and at this point, I you know I when the Packers are in it and the Vikings aren't, I root for them just because I have enough friends who who love them. So why not why not have them be happy? See, we can all get along. Yeah, Unity. Look at me. Unity. Have them be happy. Somebody fan, has right? to be, and it sure ain't us, so <laughs> have them down. be happy. All right, Judd Zolga, your like first it. prediction. All right, so uh, I, I will make uh, a prediction that also goes to this weekend's games. Patrick Mahomes will not only start for the Chiefs on Sunday, but he'll throw at least two touchdown passes against the Bills. So Pat Mahomes will start for the Chiefs on Sunday and throw at least two touchdown passes for Casey. Okay. Do you think if if he's borderline, if he like wakes up on Sunday and he's still seeing some stars, but he says, "I want to play," what do you think they do? Oh, he plays. He plays. Uh, the rumor, the rumor that I saw is it actually was not a concussion; that it was a, a pinched nerve of some sort too. Oh, and that's, that, so that's better. And that yeah, well, and that he got, <laughs> but he's got a foot problem too. I I would oh, I, I would I would other stake, than that he's great. I he would stake great. my life on him playing. If he if oh. Chad Henney starts that game, I will be as shocked as I've ever been in sports. Is that verbally binding? This is write that down. Yeah. Judge just put his life on the line for Pat Mahomes starting. Pat Mahomes will start. If if he doesn't start, then Judge Zilgad has to sacrifice himself. To, that would be that would be a ratings winner. That would be a ratings winner. Tune right in there. for a live sacrifice of Judd Zolgad. Rob's reaching into his heart and grabbing it out. Coming up. Yeah. Coming up on Mackie and Judd. Skolaram. Malaram. One of the hosts won't complete the show. <laughs> Write this Write down. This down. Uh, all right, Declan, your first prediction. All right, the Packers and Bills will win their respective championship games this weekend. So the Super Bowl will be Packers and Bills. Oh. Dude, the Bills. That's a gutsy call. Two weeks of just throwing each other through flaming tables. That's a gutsy call right there, Declan. I think the Packers beat Tampa in, in the snow, and I think I agree with that. I think with Mahomes beat up, and that defense already isn't good. I think Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are about to ball out. Dude. And Leslie Frazier. Yeah, Leslie. Yeah. Fra- if Leslie Frazier coordinates a game plan that, that I, I don't care how beat up Pat Mahomes might be, if he gets that game plan right. He will get a second chance okay. sometime as, as a coach. I bet. Are the Vi- so that. the Vikings have, are zero for four in Super Bowls. The Bills are zero for four in Super. Bowls. Is anyone has anyone lost more Super Bowls without winning one? No. no. So it's so, so it's no the Bills games. and the Vikings. Yes. So if the Bills and the without Packers play each other in the Super Bowl, is that the most like? If if the Bills lose, you're kind of rooting for the Bills to lose so that the Vikings are off the zero for four Schneid. To know. some extent, right? Yeah. So they're not tied. But you don't want the Packers to win if you're a Vikings fan. No, it, that'd be a painful thing for Vikings fans to see. That, I think they don't want to see that Super Bowl. Or the Bills win and Stefan Diggs absolutely goes off. I'm, I'm okay with that. Well, yeah, I don't I, care I, personally. I I, I'm trying to think of the Packers. If the Packers win the championship, to me, that's absolutely worst case for a ton of Vikes fans, it right? Is. It is. Like if Diggs goes off and plays well... It's sort of bad for Vikings fans, but if the Packers win it, now here's another one. Here's something to consider: if the Packers win it and Rodgers gets his second, which puts him in a different category, he's then tied with Manning. Um, yep. He moves ahead of Brett Favre. 
he'll be more at peace with his Packers career winding down. And thus, a quicker exit to be the Vikings quarterback so Jordan at Love, some point. And so Jordan Love takes over as a Packers QB, and yeah. then it's it's Aaron playing his home games at U.S. Bank Stadium. Is that what you're telling me? Oh. Yes. Write this down. Can't wait. All right, is it on me now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, write this down. Speaking of all that, Tom Brady will dagger the Packers oh! with a fourth quarter or overtime game-winning drive, meaning sometime in the, in the fourth quarter or overtime, Tom Brady will take the Buccaneers from either trailing or tied, and they will take the lead, and it will hold uh, against Green Bay in the cold, the frozen tundra at Lambeau. He's your guy. Tom Brady will dagger the Packers with the fourth like, quarter to come back. He's your guy. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, back to Bob. All right, so this one's going to be Vikings-related. The Vikings will draft a quarterback in this upcoming draft, but it will not be until the fifth round or later. Okay. Typical Vikings. I was going to say, that's the most Vikings thing of all time. (laughs) So John David Booty. And then we can can cut him and put him on the practice squad. (laughs) Jake Browning. Remember how much they sweated, like, Tyler Thigpen 13 years ago? Chili was... Josh Booty. Yeah, John David Booty. Declan loved John David Booty. There's some some old tweets exposed with some John David Booty. (laughs) What is wrong with you? JDB. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Judd Zolgad, your second prediction. All right. Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, Declan, H-A-C-K-E-T-T, will be hired as an NFL head coach after the 2021 season. Okay. He's going to be the next hot thing. So we have to put, this is one of those that, that comes with an open-ended date. So you're saying after the next season, but, saying, but before. Yes, after the, the two. Yes, okay. yes. I'm specifically saying that after um, the next season, Nathaniel Hackett will get a head coaching job. And just to just to over-explain for the new Purple Daily audience here, because we've just started doing Write That Down the last couple of weeks. The clarification there was we want to avoid open-ended predictions Judd Zolgad, five years ago. I don't want to. The committee does. The committee does. Judd Zolgad, five years ago, on Mackie and Judd, classic write that down, predicted that Larry Brown will coach again. And that only comes off the board if Larry Brown either coaches again or dies because there's no end date on it. If he dies. So if your prediction of this guy gets a head coaching job after 2021, 2021 meaning it only comes off the board if he gets a head coaching job or dies unless we put an end date on it. Yep. So. Yep. It's what we like to call a loophole in the write-that-down business. <laughs> Declan, you're up next. All right, second prediction. Eric Wilson, Vikings linebacker. He will not re-sign with the Vikings. Mm, wow. Eric Wilson will not re-sign with the Minnesota Vikings. So does Barr come back? Is that what off, you're yeah, telling yeah. me? Off the record, does Barr come back? I, I I don't want him to, but I think he does. There's some dead money there <laughs> that 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 I don't, I don't think they can facilitate. Courtney Cronin was talking about this in, in a recent post the other day. I, I think Barr comes back. I'd rather have Eric Wilson, I'll be honest, but I, I think he doesn't come back. Do you guys buy into the notion, because like, if you look at Anthony Barr's you know, PFF grades, they're always very pedestrian. If you look at just some of his stats, like how often is he, is he being unleashed to get after the quarterback? Right? His numbers are always just very underwhelming, but some people will say, the Anthony Barr truthers out there will say, he does a lot of things and his presence is, is so um, imposing that he opens up things for other defenders to make plays, almost like a defensive tackle would. Right. Do you buy that, or do you just think he's overrated and overpaid? I bought bought it previously at one time, because I think that was true. I don't think it's true now. Yeah. 
Bob, you say overrated. Yeah, Bob's overpaid. right. Bob's right. I, I'm I'm exactly with Judd on that one. I think he was at one time worth what he is, but he's he's nowhere near what it, what that once was. Yeah, but Zim loves him. Bob. He's Toby Keith. Oh yeah. God, right. That's 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 going to be part of my next. Pick. <laughs> so you have a Toby Zim Keith prediction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, write this down. My second prediction of the week: the Vikings will either restructure Kirk's contract again or trade him. Before June first, okay. Actually, so before June, are you sure? Should I say well, June? Well, I, 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 I shouldn't say no, no, no. That, I'm that, talking this that, out. That, I'm yep, talking this I'm out. I'm sorry, Declan. Yep. I'm talking this out. My bad. I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna say before, before July first. Okay. I'm gonna That's say before July first. Very well played. Good job. All right. I just want to make sure that I don't get hit with a technicality here. So restructure. They'll either restructure or they will trade him okay. before July first. Okay. Because I, like I think if they if they restructure like before training camp, it doesn't really matter because they won't be able to use the cap savings for this year because the free because free agency will be over. So a restructure would have to happen soon mm-hmm. to free up money for free. Oh agency. yeah, restructure would. But would a trade might not be official much. till later, and so that's my logic. All right, all right. Back to Bob. Your final prediction here. All right. So based on what you just said, it'll happen if the former happens rather than the latter. So. The entire front office of the Vikings, including Zimmer, will be fired by the beginning of the next season. By the so beginning of, that, of so twenty twenty two. Got 2020, it. Okay, I got you. Okay. And so, so by entire front office, Spielman. So Spielman and Zimmer. I, I guess just those two. Okay. okay. I, I, I don't, I don't want you to get dinged because, like, there, like, so. like the scout, you know, the, the amateur scouting yeah. director Brzezinski's stuck around, around, or, so, yeah. around or something. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm not going to go that far. Or the president. <laughs> okay. Zimmer and Spielman. Okay. Good enough. All right. So now, if they trade, if they trade Cousins, that's not going to happen. I hope that doesn't. But hmm. they, if they extend them, they will likely all be fired. Sure. Uh, Bob, you made some great predictions today. Since you have this platform here, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this peak moment? Yeah, no, not really at this point. Um, you know, it's just fun, fun being on the show. I like that you guys are doing this for Purple Daily. Um, and uh, Judd, I did want to give you a shout out. I listened yesterday and um, Exile and Guyville is a fabulous record. Thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you. Yes, it's fantastic. She's great. Liz Fair is great. That record far and away is her best, but it, it is, is a great record. Awesome. Look at you guys. Yeah. Thank, you, high brown Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Bob. All right, Bob, bringing the, You're awesome. bringing the deep passes in to write that down. All right. Bringing the music. Judd Zolgad, your final prediction of the week. My final prediction for NFL-centric, write that down. Deshaun Watson will be traded by Houston this offseason, but it's going to be to the Miami Dolphins in a deal that brings back Tua to the Texans. So Deshaun Watson will be traded by the Texans to the Dolphins in a deal that will send Tua to the Texans. Okay. Man. So we're gonna we're gonna get to something Deshaun Watson related here too that would be it probably, worst case scenario. It probably makes too much sense to do that trade on all levels. Mm-hmm. Write it down. You like it writing things down. Yep. Texans get, you know, potentially a future franchise quarterback. All right, Declan. My last prediction here, NFL draft related. Kyle Trask and Mac Jones will not be first-round draft picks. Yeah. Okay. Kyle like Trask it. and Mac Jones. Good one. I, I'm pretty sure Trask is a lock to not be. Mac Jones might. I think sure. if I had a bet on who, who would be a first-round pick, it's probably going to be Mac Jones. But Kyle Trask and Mac Jones will not be first-round draft picks. So we're probably looking at four first-round quarterbacks, realistically, right? You got yep. Trevor Lawrence. Fields. Probably uh, BYU, uh, BYU kid. kid Zach Wilson. Yep. Fields. 
uh, um, Trey Lance. Trey Lance be, is such a question, but I think someone's going to take a chance because he has so many uh, skills. Like someone's going to yes. say, someone's going to say, "Wow, even if he's Jalen Hurts, he might be worth like if he if if he's got some issues that need to be smoothed out, it's still worth the first round so, pick yeah, if he's four. got mobility." Yeah. At least right. four, you're right. Write this down. Final prediction of the week here. Write this down. I think Stefan Diggs is going to go off. I think this is a I think this on is a Sunday? Steph- yep. I think this is a Stefan Diggs moment here on Sunday. Okay. So I am I'm going for a for a touchdown pass with this prediction. Mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs will accumulate at least two hundred yards of total offense in that oh. game against the Chiefs. Did there. All right. I just want to make sure that if he gets 190 passing yards <laughs> and then rushes for 12 on a reverse, that oh, I'm not yeah. getting screwed here. Yeah, I got you. So 200, and this doesn't count That's like good. if he returns a punt. This is just offensive yards from scrimmage. Okay. At least 200 yards in that game against the Chiefs. And by the way, if that happens, I think the Buffalo Bills are off the record. I think the Buffalo Bills are playing in the in the Super Bowl. I like it. If Diggsy does that. Do Diggsy. they give out MVP awards for the for championship Sunday? No. No. Just they the Super not. Bowl. Okay. Maybe not. So those are your predictions. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. Every single Wednesday here. And again, if you want to be part of the festivities, you can send a DM to me at Phil Mackey or at Dex's tweets. I'm a few days behind, so if I haven't gotten back to you off last week, I will. Don't worry. And uh, we'll, we'll get you. Slide into those DMs, folks. Yeah, just don't hey, Phil, you up? Don't slide into the DMs the way that that creepy Mets GM did. Yeah. Hey, if you know what? If you really wa- want to be on, write that down. <laughs> just keep DMing him. Hey, why have you, why have you invited me on? The are you show mad yet? at me? Hey, are you mad? <laughs> I really want to see you on Write That Down. Here's here's, here's a, a picture, a picture of, me. of my Write That Downs. No. Don't pull a Brett Favre. Here's a picture of my Write That Down predictions. Here's a picture of my pencil. All right, write that down. <laughs> Back to the show in just a second here. Federated Insurance has been a partner of ours here on Purple Daily and at Scornorth for a number of years, and they've been partnering with business owners since 1904. They're one of us based in Owatonna, Minnesota, and they are taking their game to the next level here in 2021, helping business owners. So as a business owner, how helpful would it be for you if you had employee training right at your fingertips? Industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. Well, that's why Federated Mutual Insurance Company recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources. You can find out more about how MyShield can protect your company and give you peace of mind at federatedinsurance.com or just download the app. You can also find contact information on federatedinsurance.com for your local marketing representative today. Remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. So, Judd, you found real quick here this article from Brad Biggs, longtime Bears My reporter. Buddy. Yeah, columnist. Insider. Bears columnist. Chicago Tribune, correct? Correct. Yes, Brad is at the Tribune. And he writes, and I'll just summarize it. He essentially writes, for many reasons, including, well, the two main reasons would be guilt and need that the Bears should and could trade for Deshaun Watson. Guilt being, oh my God, we picked Mitch Trubisky instead of Deshaun Watson or Pat Mahomes. Correct. And need being, oh my God, Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles are still the starting quarterbacks here. Mm -hmm. This defense is amazing. We still finished with eight wins despite crappy quarterback play. I feel like if the Bears landed Deshaun Watson, just considering like the Bears are pretty damn competitive year in and year out without good quarterbacks. If they were to all of a sudden land a top three or top five guy that's mobile and that makes your life miserable, not that the Vikings have had an easy time beating their crappy quarterbacks, but would that be about the worst case scenario? Yes. 
for the Vikings? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Because the Bears then, in my opinion, would have their quarterback. Like Cutler was sort of that guy, but he didn't really scare you. Like he he was good, but he didn't really scare you. Okay. Uh, In my lifetime watching the Vikings play the Bears, despite the fact that you're right, the Vikings have struggled against the Bears at uh, various times, in part because the Bears' defense has been on and off very good. If they all of a sudden had one of the league's most dynamic quarterbacks, right? And now you've got Rodgers in Green Bay, Watson in Chicago, Detroit's Detroit, so that's fine. But the point being is, if you are the Vikings and you get wind that the that the Bears are in talks or aggressively pursuing Deshaun Watson, to, in my, in my view, you are even more obligated to pick up the phone and to at least see what you would have to do to make that trade. Because I cannot think of a a, a worse case if you're the Vikings than perhaps eight years or so, five to eight years at least, of facing Deshaun Watson twice a season. It would be bad. You know, it's easy to to use Matt Nagy as a punching bag just because, I mean, Bears fans hate him at this point. And his main job was supposed to develop Mitch Trubisky. And I would argue that I just don't think Mitch Trubisky in terms of leadership and Football IQ, like some of the things, it, he's Christian Ponder. He's just a slightly better version of Christian Ponder who's shown a little bit more upside. But he's a backup quarterback, and so I don't know how much you can, I don't know if, if you were to put it with Bill Belichick or with Andy Reid, like is he all of a sudden going to be a top eight guy if you were to replay his career? I don't necessarily think so. Mm-hmm. So so people rag on Matt Nagy. You know, he's 28 and 22 without a good quarterback in his three-year career. Mike Zimmer, you know, we sit here and we try to evaluate all right, does he have what it takes? And there's definitely certain old school things about him that just seem like roadblocks to winning a Super Bowl. But without, I mean, Kirk Cousins has been his best quarterback in the seven years. And even Kirk Cousins is like a borderline top 10 guy. He's not a top three, top five guy. Like I think Deshaun Watson is. He's 66, 50 and one and has a couple of playoff wins against the New Orleans Saints. So I do wonder if you were to replay Mike Zimmer and or Matt Nagy's careers as head coaches in Minnesota and Chicago and say, listen, uh, we're just going to make your life super easy. You get Tom Brady. You get Russell Wilson. You get Deshaun Watson. We're probably talking about Super Bowl contenders. Um, And I think it would be if if the Bears were to wind up with Deshaun Watson, all of a sudden now you'd be coming off of the the Aaron Rodgers, you know, 15 year run, but then you'd have another guy to worry about for 10 more years while you sit and look for your long-term answer real quick on the quarterback carousel front. So yesterday's episode was, uh, was about Mike Florio's comments to the game in San Francisco where he says, listen, and if you haven't watched or listened to the episode, check out yesterday's episode. We did a deep dive into this. He's basically saying the 49ers should make this trade for Kirk cousins and the Vikings should want to do it as well. A lot of the feedback we've gotten has been, well, if Zimmer and Spielman do push forward with a Kirk Cousins trade, doesn't it basically put the bullet in their Vikings careers? Do you buy that? That if if those guys, if Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer said, all right, listen, Wilfs or Wilves, I think would be the right way to, is it Wilves or Wilfs? If you're talking to multiple Wilfs. The Wilfs. The Wilfs. The Wilfs. Yeah, it's not like the Wolves. I think it's the Wilfs. Okay. Pan, pan dilemma here. The Wilfs. Mm-hmm. 
if you go and have that conversation, say, listen, we want to move off Kirk because we think we can we can draft our we you know Trey Lance or or we can sign Deshaun Watson, whatever it is. Right. Do you think admitting that you want to move off Kirk ends your career as GM or coach? Because I don't know if I buy that. I think if you're if you're making chess moves to improve your team to get it closer to a Super Bowl, right? I don't think it means that. Oh well, then you're admitting failure and you're fired, right? I don't think it's that simple. No, I I do think that if Rick Spielman traded Kirk, I do think that it is a blow to his pride of this was my guy. I signed him in 2018. I signed him to an extension that in uh, March of 2020. So I do I do think that there is a blow to the pride angle here. But as far as the the death certificate for your career with the Vikings? No. And what I would say is that it's going to become very important in the next year or so uh, for Spielman probably to sever himself from Zim as much as possible. And so he could privately go to the Wilfs and he could say, look, you know what? Um, I, I've got an opportunity to move move off Kirk. I can find you your next QB. Uh, this team is improving, but but it's now going to take a couple of years. Uh, so do I think that it, it's a blow to people's pride? Absolutely. Do I think that it is for sure assigning your firing ticket? No, I don't. And and look, if you can possibly position yourself to trade Cousins to the Niners and then in turn call Houston about Watson, uh, the Wilfs would go crazy, and I don't mean that in a bad way. So so the one thing that Spielman has going for him that he could do is convince the Wilfs accurately that things have changed. See, I, I think like that is the pie-in-the-sky perfect scenario, right? You get mm-hmm. some draft capital for Kirk. You get that second rounder back or another third rounder or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Hell, I'd probably even take a fourth if I had a path for – I'd take anything if I had a path for Deshaun Watson. Um. I think the more likely scenario is that Deshaun Watson winds up with another team. The the Jets can give multiple first-round picks and still have first-round picks. So they're the most likely to give up, and they have higher first-round picks. And the Dolphins are a good choice They've got capital. Absolutely. So so those are more likely scenarios. So I think if you were to to decide, listen, the Niners are making a push here, and, man, they're willing to give up a second-round pick because they just think Kirk is a perfect fit with Kyle Shanahan – I think you'd then be looking at either drafting someone in the first round and or grabbing a veteran on like a one year deal. You know, Philip Rivers is retiring, but you know, whoever that guy is, like, is there a quarterback that you can bring in here? Is Ryan Fitzpatrick available for a year while you also have Trey Lance developing behind him or something? Right. But in that case, you can't really win a Super Bowl. Ryan Fitzpatrick's never even played in a playoff game. Like, I'm just throwing scenarios out here, but. The, the the problem is if you move off Kirk and you don't get Deshaun Watson, you're almost certainly going into another transition year where you're not in a Super Bowl window. Right. And that would expose Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman to being fired. If like your transition year was six and ten it, it would or expose, five and eleven, you're probably gone. It would expose, I think, Mike for sure. The the only way to convince Mike that this is a good idea is if you say that you can shed enough from the salary cap for Kirk to sign what? Defensive guys, right? We mm-hmm. can sign defensive guys. Uh but Again, I think the thing that we have to look for, especially if things don't go as well as anticipated in 2021, is for what we see lots of times, which is for GM to distance himself from coach. Because I, I don't think it's an automatic that if things don't go great in 2021, I don't think it is absolutely for sure that Rick gets fired. 
I think Mike's probably in trouble. And Rick is a smart enough guy, I think, to know how to play the game, to be like, oh, hold on a second here. I've still got a plan. It just does not involve your current head coach. He's the Triple H of, of yeah, uh, so NFL let's not don't, don't assume that they are for sure going to be linked just because they probably are right now. Um, but <laughs> if you can get... If you can convince the Wilfs that you can get a quarterback, especially to, to go back to our previous conversations, if there's no chance to Deshaun Watson of a cheap one, you do have the ability to convince them of a blueprint that could be pretty attractive. Mm-hmm. Man, I just and I then don't... the question becomes: How much do they hold like the ponder pick against you still to to this day? And I don't know the answer to that. I feel like there's a there's a statute of limitations on that to some extent, like. Yeah, I don't know. You, you know, Bridgewater. I think you can. I think you can talk ownership into. Oh, listen, Bridgewater was a success. He got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. And, Tri- and listen, sad. Kirk Cousins statistically is one of the best quarterbacks in franchise history. Yes, and we just sort of eroded in other areas. I think. I think the narrative, and I and I will defend Rick on this. The narrative that he can't find a quarterback. All right, is is he the best at evaluating quarterbacks? Not necessarily. And the ponder thing is in a near unforgivable whiff on a yeah. top draft pick, um, but. A lot of smart people, John Elway, have a hard time playing the crapshoot game and, of finding a quarterback in the first round. And you just brought up, if I was to have a top three storylines that involve the Vikings but aren't necessarily directly linked to the team, you just brought up one of my top three. What does George Payton do now as the GM in Denver at QB? Trade for Kirk. We'll see how much he likes does, Kirk. But does he find one? That's the question. Yeah. Does he now? Because th- think about if he finds one. Watch and them, we're all yeah. like. Yeah, watch them take like, Trey why? Lance. And, yeah. why, why did he get to find one? <laughs> why me? Why, yeah, why me? Why me? <laughs> you know, Nancy Kerrigan. But I am very why? curious to see what he does there. Yep. Me too. Me too. All right. That's a wrap on this trade episode. Of- what if he did trade for Kirk? Rick, I got to have Kirk. <laughs> Give me Drew Locke. I'm down. Yeah, I know you oh, are. You're still playing into that. I would fire you as my GM so fast it would make your head spin. Uh, that's a wrap on today's episode of Purple Daily. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, and thanks for thanks to Bob for making predictions as a guest listener predictor. So if you want to jump on, DM me at Phil Mackey or at, at Dex's Tweets. We'll get you scheduled on one of these Wednesday Write That Down sessions. We'll see you guys tomorrow.